You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Hills Christian Church and today we are continuing our series on the judges of Israel and this morning or today I would like to uh, share with you about Gideon and uh, you know the Bible promises us Christians that we are saved and redeemed and that we mean everything to God and we need to believe that especially when times are really really bad when we face obstacles that are insurmountable in our eyes, we become frustrated and desperate. Uh, you know, it could be a variety of things, financial trouble, it could be marital or poor health, problems and uh, just about with our family. And so we end up in the valleys of life and we avoid the challenges of getting up, of going forward, and so we leave, we live our lives in a, a defeat, you know, uh, we, we, we can't go on. And so today we look at Gideon, who delivered the Israelites from the Midianites. You know, the story of Gideon is uh, uh, found in the book of Judges, uh, and it tells about a very low point, a valley in the life of the nation of Israel. Now, the Midianites were enemies that Israel could not defeat for seven years, and they would come in and, and plunder and steal the crops and burn everything down, and, and it reduced the people of Israel to just hiding out in places, trembling in fear of the Midianites. And so they prayed to God for deliverance, and God sent an angel to recruit Gideon to fight for Israel. And so the Bible says in Judges chapter 6, verses 11 and 12, the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abizrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. 
you know, uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, the first of all, you don't thresh wheat in a, in a wine press. Gideon was doing this because he was hiding, hoping that the Midianites would not notice him threshing wheat and come and steal it. So he's there trying to uh, thresh some wheat uh, uh, just, you know, to survive. He's hiding and the angel of the Lord comes and tells him, Gideon, you are a mighty warrior. You know, Gideon was full of fear and defeat. And I think that we have all felt like that at some point in our lives where everything seems to be going wrong, where nothing seems to go right. We have no one to turn to. We have nothing to look forward to. And so we are in fear and in defeat. And so Gideon is shocked that the Lord wanted him to lead the Israelites against the Midianites. Uh, you know, he didn't think of himself as being anything near a, a hero. And so his reaction tells us a lot about who we are as human beings. Because when God calls us to do something, we, you know, begin to ask questions. We begin to, to do what Gideon said. Uh, in verse 13, Gideon says, pardon me, my Lord, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders and that our ancestors told us about? We remember what, what our ancestors told us, the parting of the Red Sea, all those miracles God did. And here we are hiding from the Midianites and, and you, you want me to lead the people against the Midianites? You know, he was voicing his doubts to God. He was asking, okay, where were you or where are you? Where were you before all this? You know, and, and, and we at some point in our lives are much like Gideon. We complain that our prayers are met with silence and we wonder why we should believe in a God who doesn't seem to be helping. So Gideon voices his doubts to God. And the Bible says that, uh, you know, uh, Gideon's like, I'm sorry, you know. Uh, my, he, he begins to make excuses. Uh, uh, verse 15, you know, uh, how can I save Israel? And, and he goes into that, you know, usually when God calls us to do something, we begin to make up all kinds of excuses. And Gideon is no exception. He says, you know, Hey, my tribe is, you know, my clan is the weakest in the tribe of Manasseh. I am the, the least in my family. You know, Lord, you would be better off sending somebody else. Uh, you know, it's human. It's human to ask these questions. Sometimes we have more doubt than we have faith. You know, but God you know, does not even answer Gideon's question directly. He simply told Gideon, get moving, you know. And so I love this thing that God sees us, not as who we are, but how we can be. He sees us now, 
not as how we really are, who we are, but as who we can be and the potential we have within us. Remember, one, your future is not determined by your circumstances or defined by your past. It is based on your potential. You know, when we, we limit our potential, when we base ourselves on the past, God saw potential in Moses and many others to lead Israel uh, out of Egypt. Jesus saw the potential in some lonely fishermen and he called them yet to be his disciples rather than choosing, you know, some religious scholars. God is the master of taking the ordinary, you and me, and transforming it into the extraordinary. Too often we get stuck seeing ourselves as who we are rather than who we can be. So God uh, does the same with us. You know, he sees our potential. I remember when, when we used to live in Tennessee, uh, uh, my, we enrolled our, our son uh, at the time, a, a young a elementary school age kid, in uh, Taekwondo classes. And he rose up through the belt ranking system, but there was also going to school, this family from the Philippines, and uh, uh, the, the instructor saw that they didn't have the money to buy keep buying all the equipment and all the stuff that's needed. And so he sponsored them. He found people to sponsor them. And you know what? He saw potential in those kids. And one of them tried out for the Junior National Olympic Team, the U.S. Junior National Olympic Team. I, I don't know the exact uh, uh, name of it, but... You know, that was because somebody at some point saw a potential in that kid. And that's how God sees us. When he calls us to do something, he's saying, I believe in you, so get up and go do it. Second thing is God will do for you if you are willing to do for God. God told Gideon, that he needed to get his own house in order before he could begin God's challenge. What God put before him, he said, Gideon, you have to get your house together. You know, and God tells him uh, to pull down the altar of Baal, which belonged to his father, and to cut down the Asherah, the, uh, that, a tree that uh, was beside it. You know, God in effect, is telling us that we need to take care of business at home and training God's ways before we can go out and try to do God's work out in the world. If we're not doing it at home, we certainly won't do it out in the world. So it begins at home. You must do first things first. You must train before a marathon. You want to uh, win the race. You know, if you want to win the race, you uh, you must prepare. You know, uh, uh, you want to succeed and whatever it is you want to succeed, uh, you must lay the foundation first. Uh, you have to train be before you start 
in God's ways. You have to put your house in order. You know, one good thing is ask yourself, what stands in the way of me doing God's work? Is it unresolved sin, anger issues? Whatever it is, I encourage you to do your daily devotions without fail because God will speak to you through your devotions and you will find your answers. You know, it requires risk and obedience. In chapter 7 of uh, Judges, uh, we, we see uh, Gideon take an army of 32,000 men to fight against the Midianites. And so uh, God says, that's too many. And so he tells Gideon, tell all those that are afraid to be in this battle to go home. And so 22,000 men go home. You know, Gideon is left down to 10,000 men. And God said, that's too much. If you go to battle with 10,000 men, you're going to think that you are strong and that you delivered Israel when it is me who's doing the, the fighting for you. So he, he finally gets down the army to 300 men. And Judges 7 verses 16 and 18 reads as follows. Dividing the 300 men into three companies, he placed trumpets and empty jars in the hands of them with torches inside. Watch me, he told them. Follow my lead. When I get to the edge of a camp, do exactly as I do. When I and all who are with me blow there are trumpets, and then from all around the camp blow yours and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. You know, can you imagine an army of 300 attacking an army of 135,000 trained warriors, you know, and then those 300 only had pitchers and horns. You know, Gideon's army would seem to be incapable of intimidating anyone. But here's the lesson from God. When facing your biggest challenge, you do not need perfect conditions. Too many times we tell ourselves to wait for the perfect condition before we take up a challenge. Especially when God challenges us to do something. No, no, no. I need to, you know, uh, I, I just became a Christian 50 years ago and, and I can't teach yet. I, 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 uh, I'm not trained to do this. And on and on go our excuses. I don't have time. I don't have resources. I, I'm not capable. Uh, I'm a follower. Not, I mean, all kinds of things. And we do not ever find the perfect conditions because perfect conditions do not exist. And so, you know, uh, we'll never have enough money. We'll never have all the... Uh, all the Everything, all are ducks in order, as we say, you know. But God is not trying to change our circumstances. He wants to change our heart. And once we trust in God, it is the Lord that is solving the problems for us. And so 135,000 Midianite soldiers were not afraid of 300 Israelites, but they were afraid of the power of the one living God. So 
Put your trust in God when facing a big challenge, not in your circumstances, because when we are weak, then God is at his strongest. So third thing is to trusting God allows him to create a miracle out of our mess. You know, Gideon trusted his God and his instructions and obeyed, you know. And so when the soldiers started, uh, uh, the Gideon's army, 300 men, started playing their trumpets and, you know, God confused the enemy and they started fighting against each other and finally they fled. And so the darkness and confusion produced by all this noise, which seems to be coming from a large army or a much bigger army, the Midianites couldn't handle it. Gideon didn't need the sword. He only needed God. And God will turn to good all those things for those who trust him. You know, the Lord does not always call the equip, equip people, but he will always equip those whom he calls. Life, and, life is unfair, be sure. It will challenge us. And we will not know how to handle life at times, but we have to trust in the Lord to see us through. Uh, one of the things I, I really enjoy is that, you know, God is like a master chef. Uh, he can take ordinary ingredients and make them into something super special, a delicious gourmet meal. And he can take ordinary people like me, like you, and make us into something special in the kingdom of God, in his church, here at Castle Hills. God will make something special of us. And so all we need to do is put our hands, put ourselves in God's hand and let God control our life and life becomes easy. easy in a spiritual sense. And so if you find yourself wondering where to turn to, you only need to turn in one direction and that's turn to God. It's not by our strength that we shall overcome, but it is through God's spirit that we will overcome. Our future is not determined by our circumstances or defined by our past. It is based on our potential and our faith in God. God is willing to work for you if you are willing to work for God. But working for God begins at home, begins at home. And so we have to prepare ourselves in God's ways first. And it also requires risk and obedience to God. And so trusting God allows him to create a miracle out of our mess. And so here I am to encourage you to take the lead and press forward in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you. And have a wonderful day.